You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, Ready, sisters? Hello, sisters. Welcome back to OK Sis. Oh, yeah. I'm Scout. I'm Mads. And we are Sisters IRL. And welcome to OK Sis, the podcast where we chat about our current fixation of the week, along with a rad female guest. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's welcome so if you're here because um, we have the best guest on today. I know. I mean, yeah. I think we could just like y- unanimously say that this has been unbelievable. 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 <laughs> We have Amanda fucking Stanton. Yep. On the podcast today. Yep. She is exactly how you would envision mm-hmm. the cutest little button. She's so sweet. Gem. So sweet. So sweet. Actually, like legitimately so sweet. Yeah. And we'll get into everything in this episode. You'll 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 hear about the new book she just wrote, which is amazing. Mads mm-hmm. and I both read it. We highly recommend. It really gives you a great look into not only her life, but a really good look into relationships and kind of how to find warning signs in relationships so that you cannot enter into something toxic. Mm. Which we every woman needs. Like, there's always that one. I don't know if you need it, but no, because there's you a, learn from it. You learn. No, 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 no. I mean, every woman needs the book. Oh, not oh. a toxic relationship. <laughs> every woman does not need a toxic relationship. I was like, Ooh, I don't know about that. But like, we all have found ourselves in situations where like we're pursuing people we shouldn't be pursuing, you mm-hmm. know. And mm-hmm. so I feel like it's a really nice kind of forewarning of hey, if you're experiencing this. Maybe you should walk away. Let's turn it around. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, so we're, this is going to be a very Bachelor heavy episode because we're going to also be sharing our, you know, riveting thoughts on Bachelor the last, this past week of uh, BIP. So let's go. Who is your favorite couple at the moment? I mean, obviously, Hannah and Dylan. They are my favorite, hands down. They're so freaking cute. They They're seem so in love. They seem like two little mice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or like little, little puppies. Little, that little just puppies. Like, that just look at each other and just like smile and talk like a little baby. Oh my God, they're so I don't cute. Think, like what do you think they have actually talked about other okay. than like sucking each other's faces? They have talked a lot. What have they talked about, Scout? Have you were there? No, because they don't show that shit on Batch in it, Paradise. Exactly. They've we definitely have no been having idea. some sex, that's of for course, sure. Of course. That's Remember all that one doing. like makeout scene where he like pushed her up against the wall? Ooh, yeah, that Dylan. Was sexy. Push me up against the wall. <laughs> 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 I'll write a request for Dylan to do such Dylan things. Dylan Harbor, guys, like why was Hannah B um, sleeping Dylan. on him? Yeah, he was not present in Hannah B's season. Mm-hmm. I, I when I, he, when he came on Paradise, I was like, 
yeah, you're you're not it, boy, but wow. Oh, he's it. He has turned it around, and he is the sweetest. He's the best. Child. Uh, he's not a child. No, he's a man. He's a man. I'm excited for their, you know, Instagram Do you love. think they're going to get engaged? No. I think they're getting engaged. There's absolutely no way. People are getting engaged, though, because they show... There's two people. Okay, don't tell me if you know who. I don't know who, but I'm going to guess it's Katie... And I don't Chris? think it's Katie and Chris. Is that her name? Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's Katie and Chris. Um, it's definitely not. Um, what's her name with Clay? <laughs> oh, Nicole. Clay. Nicole. It's definitely not Nicole and Clay. Yeah, I'm not sure. Not sure about that one. Also, just like her trying to move to Chicago from Miami. No, yeah, that's no. not She's, happening. She is never stepping foot outside of Miami. No, she is Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole. It's been such a good season. I'm really sad such it's coming a good to an season. end. The um, only Kaylin and Dean. Oh I am living God. for their van content. The fantasy suite. Did you hear? I, just can't. I didn't listen to the Help I Suck a Dating episode podcast, but they he posted in his Instagram stories that they're on the same cell phone plan now. Whoa. Yeah. They signed a cell phone plan contract, which in my opinion is means a, you're married. <laughs> is is a very much bigger commitment than getting engaged on Bachelor in Paradise. Also a bigger commitment uh, do they live together? Do they live together in the fantasy suite? I don't think they live together in the fantasy suite. So they got a phone plan together, but are not living together. So yes. they have bills. They have bills together. I know why. He needs a he needs home. an address. He, he needs, needs an address <laughs> for his bills. <laughs> They're so cute together. Though. I am dead. Okay, they are the cutest, and I'm still you could in pursuit. Tell that there's like this magnetic chemistry between I'm the two. I'm still of them. in pursuit of um, finding Caitlin and Cassie's apartment this building is, in West Hollywood. This is like I can't believe you admit this, you know, publicly. This we're is just embarrassing. No, it's not. Well, they live near here, and we're gonna find them. Don't okay, worry. Well. Um, who do you think is gonna be the next Bachelor? Okay, well, I mean, I pretty sure it's going to be Peter, but I want it to be Mike. The only reason why I don't think it's Mike is because I think that the producers were waiting to see how Mike would do on Bachelor in Paradise. But he did so well. Like, as in terms of people um, approving of him. Yeah, but they didn't show him. He was barely on that show. And which is surprising because he's one of the biggest catches that's come off the Bachelor franchise. And they paid him no, none of the girls paid him any attention, which is crazy to me. Mike. Huge justice for Mike. No, truly. He should he should be the Badger, but I think it's gonna be. I mean, I love. Is it Peter? 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 Peter. I don't know why I've been calling him Pete lately. Wait. Like I know him, you know. Um, Pilot Pete. Yeah. So now I'm confused. Is it Peter or is it Pete? Wait. I think it's Peter. It's I think his Instagram is just Pilot it, Pete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Peter. It's Peter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I've been. No. I was like the biggest fan of Peter in Hannah B's season. I thought he should have won the whole show personally. Um, not you don't win the show. You get in love. And well, what I thought should have happened well first of all of course he was my bracket winner oh, so was he? yes of course he's adorable but i thought that they should have just fucked at the end after the final rose remember that whole like when she said that they had sex four times it was three times or was it four? it was four times oh my god um yeah Do you have that much stamina no, not for four times. But then again, they haven't had sex. They There's like a huge fucking buildup. Like they've been dating for two months. And she, he was the first fantasy suite. So and he was she, she was, was like, probably like, let's get it in. lubed up. Yeah, she's she ready. She was ready. She was ready. Mm-hmm. Four times, though. I don't I don't know. I don't know what we count as a time. Yeah. You know, you know what? The, the definition's a little hazy. We'll, yeah. we'll have to ask her one day. I think. I perceived it as, like, the actual act of sex four times, but I don't know if the finishing happened mm. on both parties' ends. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, one w- one him, one point her, one point him. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah. Back, and, back and forth. Yeah, it's a Like point. a pinball machine. Yeah, okay. Like, one, two, three. <laughs> in, the, in the fucking uh, windmill. Well, I will we got to get ourselves in a windmill. <laughs> <laughs> four times? Wow. <laughs> Oh god. That's the key to, to having to sex four times fucking a windmill. Fucking a windmill. Dear yeah. God. Dear God. That, it looks cold down there. It looked cold in the windmill. Don't think there was a lot of insulation in the windmill. Was there a bathroom in the windmill? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is old news. We're supposed to be talking about bachelor in the paradise. The logistics though, I it still mystifies me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. You know. I think I I mean 
top 10 moment of Bachelor history. Yeah, It's four times in the windmill. Four times in the windmill. Okay, anyways, back to Paradise. Oh, so Peter's going to be. Okay, great. So I think Peter's This the is next very bash. topical because he's probably going to be the next he's Bachelor, gonna and we're going to have more windmill jokes. Oh, that's oh probably God. How many be- girls are going to come out of that limo being like, I'll do you uh, five times uh, in the windmill? <laughs> What would be your thing? Okay, always think about out. that, and I, yeah. I don't think I would do anything weird. I, I wouldn't do anything crazy. I wouldn't do anything embarrassing. I would just be, like, really nervous and sweet and be like, hi, it's so good to meet you. Like, I wouldn't you do... You wouldn't do a pun? No. You're not a punny person. Okay. Well, you're, you're just not. Yeah, I wouldn't do anything if, weird. If you did it, it would just be so out of character for you. It wouldn't yeah, work. Like, it my wouldn't character land. would just be going up and being like, hi. It's nice to meet you. And I make like your no suit. impression. And then they'll leave the first night. Well, I'll just bang on my boobs being out or something. Yeah, that that's always a good asset that you have yeah, to use I it to your advantage. Um, great. So I guess we'll update you next week when we know when the actual Bachelor is. But um, fabulous. Yeah, it's been a good season. I'm really sad it's, it's leaving. Well, yeah. When does... Uh, Paradise the start. Paradise is always in the summer. Sorry, so sorry, sorry. When does Bachelor start? Probably not for another. They haven't even started filming yet. So at least four months. Yeah. Three Ooh. or four months. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. I love the year-long Bachelor content. Yeah, me too. It's great. Yeah. I don't know if bad. our sisters like it, but hopefully they do. I think they do. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Okay, so actually, I do want to... Uh, Send our sisters a promo code for this amazing boutique studio in L.A. Oh, called yeah. 305 Fitness. So my friend is like an ambassador for them. And she has been begging me to go try it. Because as you guys know, I'm a huge workout aficionado. And um, I have also been in trying to be a hip-hop dancer. As you guys know, I am obsessed with <laughs> watching these hip-hop videos Good on Lord. Instagram. So I'm an, an aspiring dancer. And this workout is it's a dance cardio workout essentially oh, i love those it is it's like an elevated zumba if you will like mm. it's not it's not cheesy and old womenly it is, it I, is like, <laughs> I used to go to those on the regular there were some booty poppins it was all jewish girls in the class i was at oh jeez. <laughs> but we we got we got down i thought right. i think i did a good job so I can't, like, um, go down. You know, I was at a wedding, and, like, people were like, get low, and I can't get low. Like, I think you can. My you quads just don't do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got to stretch the quads. Like, I try the to go low. quads are too tight? I try to go low, and I feel got like tight I'm gonna, quads? I think I'm going to fall. <laughs> like, I'm just going to fall. What if you got low and then like, fell that was, on your butt? No, that would be me. Okay, get back to your disconnect. Anyways, so... 305 Fitness wants to hook up all of our LA-based listeners. So sorry if you're outside of LA, but the next time you're also in LA, you can use the code. It's for a free new client special to try out the dance cardio class with a live DJ in Beverly Hills. So. Oh, damn. Well, Is there like a time limit? Um, So I believe it's going to, yes, it's going to be until the end of October. So you have about a, month, a and month and a half to get your little tushy over there. It's 10 unlimited days of classes totally free. So if what? you- yeah. So if you go to 305fitness.com, navigate to your city, so LA, you're going to add a new client special to your cart and then add the promo code OKSIS, O-K-A-Y-S-I-S, all capitals. Okay, this is also out. all going to be in our show notes show, no- show notes, we'll do a swipe up, all yeah. the good goodness. Wow, I'm but signing up, dude. Fuck yeah. Yeah, 10, I know. You guys, it's so fun. Like, you schvitz Wait, like we crazy. Can go, we, everyone can come with us. Whoever signs up, DM us, and we'll do a little OKSIS class together. Yeah, like, uh, the next time you're in LA, we'll, we'll announce it. Okay, sounds perfect. Fabulous. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans 
jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS, O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA grown, eco conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring-summer collection, and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Okay, so everyone- We have another big announcement that I cannot (gasps) believe you forgot about. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Uh, We have a private Facebook group, Mads. (gasps) Okay, so this is my current fixation. (laughs) Like all the time. Is our private Facebook group. I don't think I have ever thought I would- I, I don't think- I thought I would ever get joy from Facebook again oh, until getting this some joy. group. Wow. So we have a secret Facebook group. It's called OK Sisters. O-K-A-Y space S-I-S parentheses T-E-R-S close parentheses. And which is c- kind of confusing to, to say over a podcast, but whatever. This will also be like, in the show notes. You're a smart person. Look at like imagine it in your head. You know what? OK, sisters. OK. You know what I mean? It'll be in the show notes. OK. So. It is this incredibly determined, silly, down to play. The girls are great. Girls. If you are already a member, thank you and we love you. It <laughs> no, they're so fun. They're it all introducing themselves. So We're sharing get gifs, gifs, whatever. Gifs, left and right. There's Lizzo. There's a Timothy Chalamet haiku in there. As mm-hmm. you guys know, I have recited it on this podcast too. Um we are putting gifs of Noah Centineo, our thoughts on um, Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tart. I mean, it's just premium over there. It's premium. Yeah. So It's everyone, so fun. I love checking our Facebook group. Yeah. So everyone go um, request to join. I will accept you. There is no vetting process. There is one vetting process. You have to be a woman. This is true. No boys I will, allowed. I will reject you if you are a man. Sometimes I check if they don't have a profile picture. I go and make sure they're a girl because we don't want boys in there. Oh, my God. Someone without a profile picture <laughs> asked to join? Yeah, and I just wasn't Ooh. sure. Okay, that's weird, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you seem weird, we're not going <laughs> to... No, we, we accept everyone as long as you're a girl and part of the sisterhood. Exactly. So join now. It's it's uh, it's quite fun. Yeah, it's a and good time. And while you're at it, let's let's plug all the socials. Oh, okay. So we have an Instagram, obviously. 
At OK At OK You can find um, silly videos of Mads and Scout singing Miley Cyrus and or dancing Taylor to Taylor Swift. Which you hate it when I do it, but I do it anyway. Okay. And then we have a newfound Twitter account. Twitter. Where my mind has been massaged with this new content stream. I am just living for the type of content. I can't believe I've been living my whole life without Twitter. It is a whole different way to use your brain. Yes. I'm and little sorry snippets. About that. Little snippets. Little snippets without visuals, except yeah. the occasional GIF, which I use, I love too. Mm-hmm. Guys, it's like a built-in meme. I'm so here for Twitter. Okay, wow. So follow us on Twitter. We get it. At OKSIS Podcast there too. Mm-hmm. And if you like the podcast, you can rate, review, subscribe, do all of the above. Yeah, all the things, you know? We love reading our reviews, they make I our know. day. <laughs> They really do. I love them. They truly do. Okay, great. So let's get into the podcast because Amanda. I know. I'm so excited about this one. She is. She is the coolest mom. Yeah. Could she be our mom? I mean, our, she can be our mom, but our mom's also pretty cool. So I think they'd really get along really they well. They totally would. Yeah. She was just, you know, I, I'm so happy for all the success. And mm-hmm. her book is, it is quite enjoyable. And it's very good. I think everyone is going to really, um, you know she gets very honest she it's very very vulnerable vulnerable. you know it's not just like i went on the bachelor and like no she like gets juicy but in a very respectful way very respectful yeah yeah, it was almost like she was telling her truth in a way oh dear god okay what it's true amanda stanton telling her truth okay well now accepting roses what a good title to now accepting roses Uh, yeah all right well what a gem enjoy sisters we love you we will see you next week Amanda Stanton is a single mother raising two beautiful girls, Kinsley Elizabeth and Charlie Emma, in Orange County, California. Before joining ABC's hit series The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise, Amanda was a full-time mom who hadn't been on a date in more than five years. From her unique experiences on the dating shows, Amanda has received a crash course in relationships. She has developed a refreshing set of rules for what it takes to find the one without losing oneself. Without further ado, Amanda... Hi, Amanda fucking Stanton. Stanton. <laughs> our sisters, are, our sisterhood is gonna go crazy over you. Gonna you go guys crazy. Are so cute. We Thank are you. part of. We are strong members of Bachelor Nation. Yeah, so I was a closet batch fan for like two years. I didn't tell anybody. Yeah, yeah. we were a little like it was embarrassed, it, and then first. I was like, "This is the best show I've ever fucking seen in my life," and I need to tell everybody that I watch it. Yeah, and now it's part of our brand, and we I, are embracing it. I feel like just within the last couple of years, it's been like more socially acceptable to be obsessed with the Bachelor. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like people are making like smart commentary about it. There's all these yeah. podcasts and shows that like are like critiquing it. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm all here for it. It's great. Um, it's so funny because I first started watching with Ben Higgins season so Aww. I have been with you from yeah. the start I started start on Crystal's season okay yeah so right before right yeah before. Like two so ones fun. before or something Yay. yeah yeah okay we're gonna get into all of you don't even worry but um current fixations okay I'll start okay. um mine is the MAC lipstick that I'm wearing right now it's called Cherish I wore it on yeah. my wedding day it's the only lipstick I wear I I own another one but I, I never wear it I only wear this one I find that it's the perfect nude because I like the nude that kind of like blends into your face so you almost that's don't see how your I lips. am very that's weird how I am. which I don't think that's cute but that's what I like we're very like much sisters in that too. way. Yeah. I love it when it's yeah. like looks like my foundation. It's yeah. really weird. Mine's kind of like that too. I yeah, mean, it's like a, it's pretty nude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so what I this like. Is like the the per- and it's one of their staples, so they're always gonna carry it. They've had What's it for it years. Again? Cherish, cherish, and it's Enough matte, it. so it's not that glossy, which I really like. Yeah, yeah. We're into the matte, the mm-hmm. matte finish. So yeah. I can't believe I've never said it because it's literally. But the you only like one my I wear. you like my Kylie lip kits. Yeah, I just don't really feel like supporting her, so I don't purchase. Like, she's got enough money. That's for another podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Love her. She's cool, but I don't need to buy a Kylie Lip Kit. Totally, totally. Um, Okay, so my current fixation. I can't believe I've never said this on the podcast yet because it's not really current. It's more of a constant fixation for me. And also, it's something near and dear to Amanda's heart, the morning toast. I love them. Yeah. They're so great. They're the best. Okay, can I, like, fact check you? I feel like you've said this four times. This yes. is the first time that I have made it my actual current fixation. I feel like you say that every time you make it your current fixation. Nope. This has okay. been the first time, but 
I appreciate the concern. I'll do some investigation. Okay, great. So for those of you who don't know, The Morning Toast is a millennial morning show. It has the hosts, Claudia Oshrey and Jackie Oshrey. Amanda went to Jackie's wedding, which and also Claudia's wedding. Oh, my God. We were stalking the shit out of those weddings. Oh, they were so fun. Extravagant. Yeah. But anyway, so they touch on pop culture, news of the day. It's very digestible and delightful to just start your day with them, too. They make me laugh. Uh, repeatedly and they have garnered such an impressively loyal following mm-hmm. of which I've been for the past two years of my life every single morning which is just wild like what kind of community or person do you interact with for two hours every single day like it's it is actually impressive how they've been able to capture that kind of audience but I digress but I think we also have a lot of brand alignment because they're Jewish sisters. Jewish sisters, oh, yeah. the sisterhood. And lest we not forget, Heather McMahon called us the cutest Jewish sisters in L.A. Oh, we're going to tell them. So, Claudia and Jackie, <laughs> if you're listening, you're obviously welcome on OKSIS from yeah. one pair of Jewish sisters to the next. We can so get you guys are the L.A. version. They're the New York version. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, I'll yeah. take that. Amanda Stanton said it. Heather <laughs> so, therefore, it. it is true. Um, okay, Amanda, what's your current fixation? Okay, so I'm kind of ashamed of mine, and a lot of my friends make fun of me for it, but I am obsessed with the new Taylor Swift album. Okay, you're coming yes. to the right area. Okay. You don't even yes. know. Yes. Okay. I love it. I can't stop listening to it. We can't were listening stop. to it before you came in here. Okay, really? so what's what is, fav- yeah. Okay. What's your so favorite mine, song? Mine have changed. Okay. When I first listened to it, um, I loved Lover, which is still one of my favorites. Yeah. But now I think my favorite song on the album is Cruel Summer. Yes. Okay, yeah. so I Cruel Summer. I forgot I forgot that you existed. Um what's another one? Cornelia know. Street. Cornelia Street. I think he knows. Yeah. They're um, all good. Uh, uh, uh shit. I've only listened to oh, um um. I forgot, I forgot that you exist. <laughs> of, yeah. of course, it's up right on my Spotify. <laughs> Death by a Thousand Cuts, False oh, God. That's false the God one. Is such I, a good one. With the yeah. tr- uh Trump. No. Trumpets? No. I think Yikes. it is a trumpet, right? Trumbone? Yeah. <laughs> saxophone? Like that. Something like <laughs> that. That's what it is. It's a saxophone. Yikes. Okay, moving right along. Yes. Okay, I'll is. ask some of my friends. I'm like, what's your favorite song on the new album? And they're like, we don't listen to Taylor Swift. Oh. And I'm like, it's so good. And then I'll play it for them. And then they end up loving it. But this album. That was us. We didn't listen to Taylor Swift really until, or I didn't until Lover came out. Yeah. we. It's so good. It, something about it feels different. It just. She's yeah. more mature in a way, mm-hmm. and it feels like she's growing up with everyone. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so and good. they're such bops. They are. Oh. All of them. Oh, T-Swift. <laughs> we are, we're newly T-Swift stands. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Okay. We're, we're so excited to be part of the Swifthood. <laughs> um, okay. Amanda, let's get to you. So you just wrote a book called Now Accepting Roses, which we both just read. So I feel like I've been living inside your head for the past couple days. Um, What compelled you to write such a book? And then also, what do you want readers to take away from reading your book? So when I first decided to write the book um, was when I was freshly off the show and I was just getting so many messages from other single moms that said they could relate to me or that I helped inspired them by being on the show or just needed advice. So I was like, I think it'd be really great for me to write a book to kind of connect and help other single moms that are in the same situation. But then when I started writing it, it obviously kind of turned more into a little bit about my bachelor experience and a dating guide that I think anyone can really read and enjoy and get something out of it. Um, but I think the main thing that I want people to get out of my book is just, it's kind of like a it's supposed to be relatable as in like, I'm not like a dating expert giving girls dating advice. It's not like I'm married telling everyone what to do. Um, it's kind of relatable. Like we're all in this together. This is what I've learned. And I think it just kind of has a good message about being confident and being happy on your own. So I think that's what I would want to take. I also like one of the main things I just love so much about this book is that you're so open and honest about maybe toxic relationships that you've been in, in the past. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, I hear so many stories of my girlfriends in this relationship and it it doesn't matter how many times you tell them to leave. It just, they don't, they have to come to it on its own. And so I feel like with your experience writing it all down, it'll help others figure that out faster. Totally. Yeah. I agree with that. And that's something, too, that's, like, not the easiest to write about because you're, like, you know, so many people are going to read this and be, like, wow, she's an idiot. But I feel like so many girls go through it. So many. It's a universal yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're incredibly vulnerable in, in the book. And it's it's kind of, like, enlightening to hear it from someone that we've kind of, you know, most of us have only seen on our TV screens or mm-hmm. on, our, our, our Instagram feeds. And behind that is someone that is obviously human <laughs> and yeah. is going through these experiences. So it yeah. is very relatable. Oh, um I did want to talk about the criticism you've been getting from being um, 
you know, a mother and going on the show yeah. and quote unquote leaving your kids or whatever mm-hmm. the criticism has been. I think been. it's the best decision you could have made. I, don't <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it I was. Mean, <laughs> I mean, it's incredibly unfair that mm. this criticism exists and it's a complete double standard. So how have you been able to e- either deal with those people that challenge you and like, how, what do you say to that? So I think the most frustrating, well, there's a couple frustrating things. First of all, I feel like when there's a dad that goes on the show, exactly, you no don't cares. see that. No. And it's so stupid. But anyways, I think the second most frustrating thing is that people, okay, first of all, I went on the show like three and a half years ago. And I will still get hate to this day. Like, you left your kids to go on the show. I'm like, okay, that was three years ago. Get over and it. And yeah, like, I've <laughs> left them to go on Paradise. But at the end of the day, like, people aren't seeing the situation for what it really is. And, of course, they went on the show for the quote-unquote right reasons. I was hoping to meet somebody. But there's also so many opportunities that come out of it. And I think it's possible for you to go on the show for the right reasons to find someone, but also take advantage of those opportunities and be smart about it. Um, but there's so many things that I wouldn't have been able to do if I weren't on the show. So those things are also benefiting my kids. So, you know, I think it was the smart decision for me to go. And my kids are fine and they're loved. They were with my mom when I left. So Yeah, they were in good hands. Yeah. And you said in your book when you went on Paradise that there was a non-negotiable that you had to FaceTime with your girls every day. Every did day. they let you do that? I don't remember. Did they, le- did they let you do that on The Bachelor or were you not allowed then? So on The Bachelor, um, it wasn't quite every day because we had some travel days and certain things where there were certain days where I couldn't but for the most part it was every day yeah oh that's great yeah do you have single moms reaching out to you about wanting to be contestants on the bachelor that have questions about how to face that oh wow okay yeah yeah and you and you encourage them to pursue it yeah of course yeah I mean I think as long as you I mean you are gone for a while so that's the only thing it's not so much about you know you leaving them because it's it's the hardest thing ever leaving your kids but it's like who do you have to watch them for that long and I was so lucky that my mom stepped in and helped me my mom was the one that kind of pushed me to go on the show in the first place so she was like I got the kids you're good just go um and my kids are my mom's their favorite person in the world so I knew they were in good hands so yeah that's so sweet um so I wanted to talk about and you you touch about this touch upon this in your book Instagram has become a pivotal role in bachelor contestants motives to come on the show but it really we only saw that shift really in ben higgins season which was your season Mm -hmm. and you you know did not go on the show with that intention as most people kind of do nowadays but you know since you were thrown into that whole world and into the instagram landscape what is what have you seen shift both on the platform itself in terms of being an influencer but also when you see contestants now going on just for for the followers and to garner up that fame. Yeah. What's I mean, your opinion? It, social media has definitely changed a lot. So Instagram was obviously a thing when I went on the show, mm. but it wasn't as big as it is now. And I really don't think anyone on my season knew it, like that that was going to happen or come from social media where now it's like, everyone's aware of what's going to happen and everyone knows kind of how to play their cards or how to get more followers. And it definitely has kind of turned into that a little bit, which I don't blame them because it's a good opportunity. Um, but I would say, I mean, people are, you know, leaving their seasons now with a million followers. And I think you kind of saw it a little bit on Hannah's season where someone I didn't actually watch but came on just to promote their music career. I just think, <laughs> <laughs> I just think, you know, it's good to be smart and take those opportunities and take advantage of it. But also you have to be real because I think when you're fake or you have ulterior motives, I think people are kind of able to see through that. So also you don't want to get caught, you know, like that just fucks your reputation up even more. If you're really far along into the show, people are rooting for you and you're like, psych, Mm -hmm. I have a girlfriend at home. Uh (laughs) 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 Um, So you you really pride yourself on being authentic and being real on your Instagram and you don't you were mentioning in the book that you don't like plan out or have like a social calendar. It's just kind of something that just comes naturally, naturally to you. And you just post when you want to post. So kind of talk us through, you know, that the strategy behind that and why you feel compelled to kind of post the way you do. So, I mean, I have so many, I hate using the word influencer, but I don't know how else to say it. Um, I agree. It's real. It's It's really tough because there are a lot of negative connotations that come with it, but it's like, that's what it is. Like, what are you supposed to say? Yeah. But yeah. So for all intents and purposes, we get yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah. I, and I think different things work for different people. I have friends that are like, I only post at this specific time on these days and it works for them. And I used to think, oh, should I be 
trying to do something like that or I used to like if I took a photo and it didn't match with all my other photos I'd be like I can't post this and then I kind of just got over it and gave up and I was like I'm just gonna post what I want when I want to and I feel like it's been you know working fine for me I don't really think people pay as much attention to your Instagram as you do I think you're the one kind of overanalyzing everything so that's just kind of my take on it yeah, and that makes it just makes. I mean, people have fallen in love with you already. Like they know who you are. You know what I mean. And if they're they're gonna stick around for you, not because your feed is perfectly curated. Yeah, yeah, that's what I hope. <laughs> um, one thing that I want to touch upon in your book, which I thought was really cool, is that going on The Bachelor was an opportunity for you to rediscover yourself because you had been in complete single mom mode. You hadn't showered. You hadn't done your nails. You hadn't done all these things. And it made you rediscover the fact that moms need to take time for themselves. And I think that's a huge message. Can you talk a little bit about that and how you would encourage other mothers to take some, you know, me time? Yeah. I mean, I think it's so hard because, you know, when you have a kid, I think also aside from that, there's so much judgment from other parents. And I remember when I first became a mom, I was like, okay, like I can't wear crop tops anymore. I can't do this anymore. I can't cuss anymore. And there were like so many things that I just thought I couldn't do anymore because I was a mom. And obviously you want to set a good example for your kids and you want to be respectful to them. But at the end of the day, like you're still the same person as you were before you had kids and you still have to take care of yourself. And it's so true. My mom told me when I decided to go on the show is that your kids aren't going to be happy unless you're happy. So if you're stressed all the time and, you know, you're not taking any time for yourself, that's going to rub off on your kids. So you have to take time for you and not feel guilty about it, because if you're happy, your kids are going to be happy, too. So I think that's really important. Absolutely. Also, your kids are so no, God damn it. I don't yes. understand. I really don't understand it. What do you mean? Like, look, look at I mean, Amanda. She, yeah, she's gorgeous, <laughs> she produced like, the fucking cutest kids. Yeah, we know that. But these kids are like, oh my god. They're so and they're so funny. Like they really are. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Best. So describe your children to us. Like what? Now that you, now they're like growing up into their own. So like, it's really sad. What are the? No, it's exciting, right? It's cute, but kind of sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of kids or like personalities are they developing? that you're seeing it's so hard to explain their personalities because i mean you know how girls like we're just confusing uh, yes uh, <laughs> yes that's literally kins and char especially yeah. kins because kins is like the most confident person ever she has this giant personality she can make friends with anyone but she's also really sensitive and definitely clingier to me mm. where charlie's like shyer and quieter but she's more independent and she's not sensitive at all oh, okay so really it's weird you would put it this the other way sounds around. like scout and i really? i'm like the overconfident like loud but extremely sensitive yes. and can kind of oscillate between the two and scout is like the more independent and reserved and like calm demeanored that's charlie so yeah. you're yeah. charlie and you're kins Aww. but kins yes. is so sensitive where yeah. i have to talk to her sometimes i'm like, like it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah it will be okay yeah. <laughs> oh it's my God, so funny so but yeah they're so cute and charlie is like the biggest girly girl where kins is kind of a little more of like a tomboy now mm. yeah mm. So i was just watching fun. your story today about the irvine hair so what yes what yeah it just that's so crazy. scary crazy i never yeah. knew that about irvine Oh, right. I didn't you live either. in OC, right? So we lived in Irvine um, okay. up until March. We moved to Laguna. But I don't know if you guys remember when Charlie was a baby, she had so much hair. Like oh, wow. a crazy amount of hair. I mean, it looked like she was wearing a wig. And um, when we moved to Irvine, I noticed, and a lot of people noticed, that her hair was just like falling out and thinning. It literally felt like straw. And so, so we didn't wild. know what was wrong. And we took her to the doctor and we found out that she had like metal poisoning and all kinds of stuff in her blood. <gasps> and she said it's because where we were living is um, they built homes over an old military base where there's, like, all this radiation in the ground. Isn't that crazy? Holy shit. Yeah. Also, like, so. also, like, good for you for getting out of Irvine because Laguna is way better. So. It is. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Laguna Beach is the best. Yeah, I love Laguna. It's so oh nice. God. Do you guys ever visit? All the time. My, one of my best it. friends has the most gorgeous apartment right on the beach basically so i'll nice. tell you how much she pays yeah. after this because it's rent controlled and i told her if she ever gets <laughs> oh. rid of it i'll pay it for her so i could just like be there on the weekends it's um so i go visit her a lot yeah That's so nice yeah we love because growing up in san diego we, that was we like kind of laguna, like our day yeah. trips to yes. go to laguna and then mm-hmm. now that it's like kind of in the middle from la it's you like the perfect little pit yeah. stop yeah um okay so are you watching bachelor in paradise so i watched the first few weeks um, okay. i'm pretty much caught up but i was traveling a lot so i didn't watch every single episode but i, I know yeah. what's going on you know okay. what's going on so what are your thoughts 
overall who are your like faves so my favorites I mean I think Hannah G and Dylan are super cute so cute I regret ever saying that Dylan didn't have a chance with Hannah which I said in the beginning I was like this poor man is gonna get I know I was like oh god he's like whipped this is not gonna end up well and oh Oh, what a 180 I don't think they're gonna get engaged I think they are what she's like 22 I think she's one. She's 24. And I got engaged <laughs> when I was 24. Thank you that very much. Very true. Very strange, but very true. Yes. Very young. Yes. You also were a young bride. Yes. I was. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Just wait it out. Like also paradise. I mean, you were engaged on paradise. I was. So what? Like, can't, okay. Do you really fall in love in six weeks? Like, is it just because of the situation and you're forced to like grow the relationship and be with that person the whole time? I mean, at, at like, my I husband, like how my <laughs> husband and I fell in love instantaneously. He told me he was going to marry me on our second date, and we're here okay. seven years. Okay. So what happened? Yeah, so it's actually three weeks total. Oh shit! <laughs> it's oh only three God. weeks. Yeah, it's three weeks. Oh, okay. Never mind. I take that back. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like six weeks. It's three. Holy yeah. shit! I mean, it's like technically six TV weeks, but it's three right, real, right. real weeks. Um, but no. Okay, so. You are in love, but you're also, you don't have your phones. Like, you have no friends and family. You're just, like, in this world where mm-hmm. that's really all that exists and all mm-hmm. you're thinking about. And also, people are diff- not different on camera. I mean, kind of. But also, they're showing you, like, the best version of themselves. Mm-hmm. You don't have to see what they're like when they're stressed or how they are at work. You're, you don't see how they are around their friends or their family. Like, you're just getting to know them mm-hmm. as, like, how they want you to see them. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes a big difference. And also, like, you're on a beach going on these amazing dates, and a lot of times people are kind of telling you what you want to hear, and I mean, I think that's why you do fall in love so fast, and also why things don't always work out later on. Totally. When you exit that world. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, too good to be true in paradise, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. But it's the the best track record of relationships that have come out of this uh, franchise. franchise. I think it's because you have more options. Yeah. You know, like, on The Bachelor or Bachelor, it's a one person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. On there, it's, like, you can choose you know, between different people. I have a question, which I always wonder about. So people who go on The Bachelor, what ends up happening, and I I hope this doesn't sound rude, what ends up happening is they get really upset about the people who judge their lives who don't know them. Yeah. But then they move on and judge every other Bachelor season that's ever happened after that. Have you ever noticed that? Like, where's the connection, like, being missed there? Like, do you know what I mean? So what I think it is, is... And I, I mean, I'm guilty of this too. I think everyone is like, it's hard to listen to people say stuff about you, especially when it's not true or people are assuming things, Mm -hmm. especially when it's an ex contestant who like you watched or like you wanted to like you, you know what I mean? But I also think there's a difference between, you know, someone that's a past contestant on the show saying stuff about someone because yes, like you understand their situation, but you're also watching as a viewer. Mm -hmm. So it's like. I try not to take you're really good with that but you're really good with that like you never I mean you talk about also in your book a little bit you never lash out or criticize or do any of that I think that's really common of of most of bachelor nation is they'll come back to kind of critique or talk about what's happening at that current moment on the franchise Yeah. yeah yeah it's interesting to see that it is yeah yeah should we do rapid fire yes we should okay we're gonna do a little rapid fire question perfect Best kisser in Bachelor Nation. <laughs> Josh. Okay. 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 Can I can I apologize to you real yeah. quick? Um, I met you at Vandevort and I just liked you so much that I really wanted to support you. Mm-hmm. And I was really mad at everybody for being so hard on you. And I also yeah. didn't watch Andy's season and I knew nothing about Josh. And so I told you that. I really supported you and Josh. And then it came out that you broke up the very next day. And I was like, oh, my God, I probably made her so uncomfortable. They totally were broken up at that point. And I just went on and on about how I was so supportive of you and Josh. And And after reading your book... I was with Lauren, right? You were with Lauren. Yes, I remember that. That's so funny. You were probably like, fuck this the girl. The next day I was, I like, was probably like, thanks. Yeah, you, you were very, very, like, just you were wait, very girl. timid. You were like, yeah, just thanks. you wait. Oh my God. Okay, I just Scout, that's to get that off so, my chest. That's that is so, so you. Funny. I was just trying to be supportive. Well, I appreciate the thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know who he was. No, Checking you in the shower? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Don't spoil the book. Sorry, I couldn't. Spoiler that was just terrible. Okay, best guilty pleasure Instagram account that you like to follow? Um, like every meme account. 
Okay, good. Good one, yeah. You should follow Maddie. She's, a, she thinks she's a memester. Oh I'm a I, newfound memester. Really? I like think in memes now. She I discovered the same. like it's it's a. I've talked about this before. It is in, an incredibly new way of looking at the world yes. and like formulating certain feelings. Yeah. Like it's incredible. It, they're so funny. I have a I newfound look respect. At them all day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have a newfound respect for people who do who come up with. Meme okay, content. well, Amanda yeah. will be your number one fan. Every time I read them, I'm like, who comes up with this? Yeah, stuff? it's so amazing. funny. It's yeah. <laughs> okay, go to cocktail. Uh, just tequila shots. Chills. Oh, that's my girl. That's his gal. <laughs> what I do, do you have well, a favorite? I do Sauvignon Blanc r- religiously, but like yeah. if I'm having a good time, I'll take tequila. a tequila shot. <laughs> oh my God. And then Maddie makes fun of me. For um, it. So funny. Any type of brand you like? Um,. I mean, I mean, I hope you're I'm not drinking really shitty. Fancy, like 1942. Yes. 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 That's our girl. Okay. That's our girl. Yes. <laughs> okay. Best parenting hack. Um, always have lollipops on you. Oh, that's a good one. That is a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite beauty product. Mm, I would say lip balm. Ooh. Mm. Any brand that you like? I have this one and I'll get back to you guys on the name because I just got it from Revolve Beauty. It's like in this little gold, like... I don't know how to explain it. Like Tube compact kind of. Oh, okay. And it's eye balm and lip balm. And if you travel ever, like if you're on an airplane, you could put it under your eyes and on your lips. Oh, and that's it's incredible. the best thing ever. Holy I shit. Back to you guys with the name. Yeah, yes, we love a it's multitask really product. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, you got to get it. <laughs> um, worst edit that you got on The Bachelor? Um, Probably on Paradise, like the makeout things <laughs> yeah they wouldn't they wouldn't uh they would not they were laying it heavy on you yeah. and i don't know why i was like okay we we got it we get it i would say that was probably the most uncomfortable i was like dad you cannot watch tonight have you watched every episode that you've ever been on no okay that's a good idea i don't think i would be able to watch i actually can't really i never was able to really watch my episodes back yeah like the first one what like i watched it because we had this party where it was a bunch of people from the show and a bunch of our friends and we all got together and watched the premiere so that was fine. But after that, I mean, I really don't think I watched any of Paradise. Really? Oh, no. Wow. Yeah. Maybe like clips. The edits are extremely strange They're on really Paradise. Funny, They're very funny. Yeah. Josh's pizza it was stick funny. Yeah. was great. I, I uh-huh. appreciated it. I feel like that I mean, was the only thing we appreciated. Yeah, the pizza. <laughs> yeah, Paradise is pizza the contest. Best. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you mentioned Revolve. I do want to touch on this. So, as as we mentioned, um, being a content creator, if you will, has been your primary career path at the moment. Yeah. And so, has Revolve? Did they poach you? Did they kind of like take all the bachelor people under their wing like how and did Maddie's you get involved just with fascinated them? by revolve in general so yeah. just tell us everything yeah about we're we're gonna have Raisa um on the podcast soon you so are. yeah She's so, so we're like You'll so excited her. to get in. we're just like gonna grill her on the logistics because we're yeah. just so fascinated but tell us like how you got involved with them so I remember it was like shortly after uh, Ben's season aired and I remember I got an email from them. They wanted me to do a shoot so they could put it on their homepage. I mean, Revolve's come a long way even in the last three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just remember I, I mean, I loved Revolve. I got so many of my clothes from the, for The Bachelor on there. And when I saw their email, I was like, oh my God, like I've made it. This is huge. I remember mm-hmm. I like was so excited to tell my mom. Um, but yeah, they approached me and I really just started doing like, you know, they were sending me clothes and like to take photos in and stuff like that. But now they do their trips that are really fun. So it's kind of a way for them to obviously like market their clothes, but also for us to get to go on some cool trips. And I've made a lot of friends through their trips, which is really nice. Yeah, but their yeah. trips look amazing. We just went to yeah, we just went to Canada a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah, so I saw and it was sure. so yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, and then did you go to the Mexico one? I did. Okay, cool. Yeah, that was. Caitlin Bristow was there. Yeah, she, she was did on a she, she did a off the vine with Risa. Yeah, I did, um, a, I did one there too. Oh, Caitlin. okay. Yeah, oh. I, have you guys met Caitlin? No, no. Oh, she's we wish so we want to. I still love her. Yeah, she's a. She we was. yeah, we feel like we can we connect with her on a visceral level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I drink so much wine. I know we need to incorporate wine in our podcast. No, we doing wrong happens to me when I drink wine during my podcast we had a yeah. guest on once and I loved her product so much so I started online shopping and Maddie was like scout what are you doing we're in an interview and I was like I'm just purchasing real quick uh, yeah she's <laughs> like we're literally in the middle of recording like you fucking crazy person I can't do wine so podcast. oh my god okay so tell us what is next for you we know the book is going well right wait yeah. is it out it's out. So okay, it out. I was yeah, gonna yeah. say because we got the because we got the, the copy yeah. yeah yeah so it came out September 2nd which ah. is what Oh, that was like super new. Yeah, so it just came out last week. So I did like a little book tour. I was in New York, um, went to a couple other places, which was Mm -hmm. fun. And now I'm back home.
home. Um, I also have a clothing line that I've been working on. It just launched in March. So that's really fun. Oh my gosh. Wait, what's it called? It's called Lonnie the Label. label. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Scow is Amanda's personal spokesperson. Sorry. I just, you know, no stuff. (laughs) Yeah. It's so, it's a lot of fun and I make kids stuff too. So I feel like the kids kind of get to like be a part of it, which is fun for them. Uh, So I do that. And then we're actually looking to buy a house soon. But I've been traveling so much the last few months that I'm happy just to be like, I'm excited for boring life. Mm-hmm. I yeah. hear you. Do you guys ever feel like that? Uh, I can't travel all the time. Yeah, but then once I like am home for a while, I'll be like, okay, you'll be like itching. You're like, when's yeah. the next trip? <laughs> but I'm like so travel. ready to be boring. I know we. It's it's so underrated because when you go on a trip and you're traveling for a long time, you're like, I just fucking want routine. I'm sorry, yeah. I want a salad. Yeah, and I want my fucking bed. Like, <laughs> and I'm puffy because I've eaten yes. God knows. And we're just what. bloated and hot and just it's. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather be at home in my AC and home to yeah. the world. <laughs> what do you guys miss the most? Like when you're traveling, what's like one thing that you're like, I can't wait to uh, come home. Coffee in the morning. That is what I was gonna say too. Making your own yes. coffee. Yes. I hate going the, to hotels. The pursuit. Like it's like a pursuit. You, you don't know if they're gonna have the right one. You don't know how they're gonna do it like it's no, a whole issue I have my coffee set so that it's ready for me in the morning yeah. so I don't make it in the morning because I need it the second I wake up so whenever I go to a hotel I get this anxiety I'm like where I have to walk where down am into I gonna the find lobby, it like, like this like I put my sunglasses on you know because I just that am a mess so true everyone says that too it's mm-hmm. so funny it's like you just want to make your own coffee mm-hmm. we need to figure out a way to bring bring that feeling abroad okay yeah. well you can start a business I just okay. <laughs> my <laughs> new <laughs> my new venture <laughs> Oh my god. Tell everyone where they can find you and find the book and all that. So my Instagram is Amanda underscore Stanton with two N's, even though that's how you spell my last name. I have been DMing the girl with the handle Amanda Stanton for months. I'm like, how much do I have to pay you to give me that handle? What? No, I was like, Can I give you a hundred dollars? And Oh no, you need to up that. And then I was like then I was like three hundred. Oh no, you need to up that. I said five (laughs) hundred and then she won't respond. So I'm like Okay. How much? Yeah. How much do I need? I mean, she. It's she. Just like a normal. Like, I would girl. take five hundred. Well, I would take hundred. I would take hundred. The thing is, she probably sees that you have a million followers. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, like how much is, is precious, this really worth? Precious real estate. Yeah. Um, I would offer her a thousand and see what happens. Say last final, La- final, offer. final offer. Or I'm calling yeah. Instagram. You guys, she didn't even respond. She, it was like said scene and she didn't even answer. What a okay, bitch. But if you say a thousand, like, say, say a thousand, a final thing. I'm never going to talk to you again if you don't say yes to this. Or I'm reporting you to Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think if I contact, you can contact Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just yeah. be like, I am Amanda Stanton. Yeah. Give me the name. Gosh, yeah. I need my name. I'm like super annoyed because it's people can never find me or people will now spell my last name with two N's. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh like, no. But anyways, hopefully the other Amanda Stanton will give me my Everyone handle. please go bombard DM her. Yeah, <laughs> everyone DM her. Be nice though. Say please. Yes, yes. Be nice. Be nice. Um, and then my clothing line is Lonnie the Label. It's LonnieTheLabel.com and you can find my book Now Accepting Roses at all major book retailers. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. Thank you oh, so much for coming on. You're the this best. was so fun. I loved um, it. And you can find OK Sis at OK Sis Podcast. Love you, sisters. Bye. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalgleish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life tune in every thursday to i'm not your shrink wherever you listen to podcasts while i'm not your shrink i am still human and i'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together 